you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, still vaccinated and dodging variants like Neo in the Matrix. And somehow this morning, ah, that feels a little bit uh, more valid. We got a big, busy, busy show for you today. Producer Justin and the specialists alongside Michael F. Florio here. You may have noticed we are at home. Normally, we are in studio for the Wednesday show. Uh, Florio, you are a little bit under the weather. We've confirmed, though, it is not COVID-19. So hopefully you are doing okay this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. Luckily, uh, I mean, given all the COVID that's in the news right now, I'm pretty happy that uh, that it is not that. And uh, I hope to be, you know, back on set with you guys very soon. 
All right. Well, we look forward to that. Uh, I got plenty to get into. Uh, we're going to ask, should we worry about Patrick Mahomes? We'll give you some week nine sleepers and we will get into, of course, every game on the Thursday and Sunday slate in the NFL. But first, let's dive into some fantasy headlines because, boy, there are a whole lot of them. We woke up to plenty of news this morning. The first one, the big one, uh, Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID-19, will not play in week nine against the Chiefs. He is not vaccinated. Now, if you go back through his previous statements, he had said earlier that he is immunized. Those were the words he used. Never said the words vaccinated. A uh, story is sort of still unfolding, but the, he is not considered vaccinated by the league. So he is already out for this week's game against Kansas City. Hopefully he is okay. We certainly hope the best for him that he's able to get back on the field sometime soon. But in the short term, looking at the Packers and what it means for fantasy, uh, do you have any confidence now with Jordan Love under center of starting anybody besides, say, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones? Uh, there's one other player of the three that I would start. I, I would start A.J. Dillon as well, and I think that's kind of it. I, I have Devontae Adams still as a wide receiver one just because he is so talented, uh, but he himself is you know, dealing with the with some injuries there. Aaron Jones, I think, is just going to continue to get a ton of volume as a pass catcher and a runner, so he's a top five back for me still. Uh, and then Dylan, we saw last week when they, the Packers were shorthanded at receiver, they, they got Dylan more involved. He's been utilized more as of late, getting double-digit touches, and I believe it's four of his last five games. So I have him as like a high-end RB3 or flex option. Uh, I, I like him. I think outside of those three, though, you kind of get away. I have... Jordan Love at QB 18 right now, which I put on Twitter feels a little low due to the matchup, but I, I, I there's a lot of unknown there with Jordan Love, and there's a lot of other quarterbacks that have good matchups that I just feel better about starting. I think that unknown is why I'm so hesitant to, to start anybody except Jones uh, and Adams, and I guess maybe, maybe A.J. Dillon because of what you said. It's always weird because when you get backup quarterbacks, they have different receivers that they are comfortable with. It's the guys that they're used to working with in practice. The problem is we're not really sure who that is going to entail. You know, that which of the other wide receivers does he feel comfortable throwing the football to? We know that when things break down in the Packer offense, usually you find Devontae Adams and good things tend to happen. So, um, you know, that I think is where most people will feel comfortable starting. It's also sort of frustrating because uh, somebody pointed out, I think this was the second time we were supposed to get Rodgers versus Mahomes. We didn't get it the first time because Mahomes had a knee injury and ended up missing the game and it was Matt Moore. Now we're not going to get it because Aaron Rodgers has COVID-19 uh, and he's not going to play. So hopefully, hopefully one day uh, we get that matchup, but apparently it's not going to we'll, happen in week nine. We'll get it next year when Rodgers is with the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. We'll get it twice then. We'll get it twice a year when, when that happens. Uh, more COVID-19 news. Saquon Barkley has tested positive for COVID-19. Now, he reportedly is vaccinated, which means he just needs a pair of negative tests 24 hours apart to be available for this week's game against the Las Vegas Raiders. So we'll certainly monitor that because that's going to be another big story for both the Giants and for fantasy football but in the meantime uh, i should also mention we were hoping that saquon would be back obviously he was nursing an injury and we were hoping he would be back and available this week but it looks like at least for now Devonte booker may still be on tap for big blue uh if it is booker do you have any confidence starting him say as a flex or as a, a third second you know second running back whatever uh, whatever uh, against the raiders 
Yeah, I, I would. I, I have him ranked in the RB2 range. I, I think that he is someone that you can start. It's not the toughest matchup against the Raiders. Plus, we know that all the running back volume is going to go to him if Saquon is out. Last week, he had 15 carries, but six targets caught five of them for 65 yards. And the Giants are even more banged up at receiver than they were last week. Sterling Shepard is supposed uh, expected to be out for a while. Uh, we still don't know when we're going to see Kenny Galladay again. So I'm expecting a lot of pass game volume to go Booker's way again. Uh, I think you start him as a top 20 running back this week. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, you know, the Raiders have been just so-so uh, defensively this season. So I think I think you can kind of plug him in there, especially in a week where there are a few uh, running backs that are on by. We'll talk about that in just a bit. So Booker still has a little bit of value as long as he's the guy. But again, we'll keep an eye on it. If Saquon is able to play, then certainly he's going to be in your starting lineup. Uh, not in your starting lineup at any point this year. Uh, is going to be Michael Thomas, the Saints receiver. We had sort of been waiting on see when he was going to come back. He has had a setback with his ankle injury, and he is now reportedly going to miss the rest of the season. This comes on the heels of Jameis Winston suffering a serious knee injury that's going to keep him out for the rest of the year. So for Thomas now, Florio, uh, obviously in season-long leagues, if you were holding on to him, uh, you were definitely dropping him. I'm one of those people who was sort of waiting for him to come back. So at this point, you know you can put him back on the waiver wire. But if you've got him in Dynasty, what are we doing? Because it's been a while since we've seen him. And who knows if he's going to even be in New Orleans next year. Yeah, I, I think obviously in seasonal, you're dropping him. I actually had some claims in to get him. Luckily, in the leagues that he was available, they won't run Wednesday night. So get rid of any of those claims if you had some in on Michael Thomas. I think in Dynasty, if you are a team that is competitive this year going for a chance at a championship, you trade him. I think if you're a rebuilding team, he is a good trade target to go after. Uh, we know the talent that he has. You could buy him. I think now his value is at an all-time low. Uh, so I would be trying to acquire him there. If you are a team, though, that's struggling and you have Michael Thomas on your roster, I think you just sit tight because you, you don't want to sell him at an all-time low. You're not going for it this year. So I think he is the type of player that you want on a rebuilding roster and on a contending roster. You want to sell him for pieces that can help you right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think if you are, you know, maybe if you are, you know, already sort of stacked too, if you're at the top of your league and, and you're sort of, you know, just kind of hanging out and you're looking to kind of acquire and, and add depth, maybe that's not a bad way to go. If you know you've got spots that you can just sort of hold on to, uh, maybe he's a guy you sort of add. But uh, if you're sort of in the middle there and trying to make a move, it, it's probably best to move on, see if you can acquire some other assets there uh, and, and get the most out of Michael Thomas. Definitely a frustrating year. Uh, only played seven games last year. Uh, we just, uh, you know, hopefully he gets healthy and he gets back on the field. He's a lot of fun to watch when he's there, but but this year just has been uh, sort of a lost season for him. Um, a serious and tragic story out of Las Vegas. Henry Ruggs uh, was in a serious, very serious car accident, including a fatality. One person died in the accident. Henry Ruggs himself has been charged with DUI well over the legal limit, uh, was speeding in Las Vegas, uh, I believe over 150 miles an hour uh, just before the accident occurred. Uh, also reportedly had a loaded handgun in the car, uh, has since been released by the Raiders and is looking at some real serious jail time. So uh, football very much not going to be a part of his 
future. We certainly uh, send our condolences out to the families of uh, the person who died. Um, and look, just there's nothing to be said fantasy-wise here other than uh, Henry Ruggs did a, a dumb and awful thing. Um, and he will certainly be punished for it. He will pay the, pri the price for it. And I always say at the end of this show, right, be safe, take care of yourselves, get vaccinated. All of those things certainly very much apply to all the news that we have had in this show. Um, and that's kind of all I have to say about that right now. Um, the trade deadline came and went in the NFL on Tuesday. And Florida, there really wasn't much to report. <laughs> like nothing, nothing <laughs> happened uh you know the the only uh, uh what, what the, the biggest news of the trade deadline before the deadline was von miller maybe coming to the or not maybe he is coming to the rams um but nothing really happened so we talked about some wide receivers that maybe you could hold on to or drop depending on what happened alan robinson's still a bear so does that mean it's time to drop him yeah, I think so. Uh, it, it pains me, but I have in the leagues that I was holding on to Allen Robinson, I, I had a bunch of claims in to drop him. Uh, my waivers in those leagues run on Wednesday night, so I will see who I end up dropping him for. But unless all of my claims are unsuccessful, I'm I'm going to be dropping Allen Robinson off of my rosters. And Marcus, as, as much as the NFL dominates the sports calendar and it and it's just better than other sports at everything, the one thing they're not better than other sports at is the trade deadline. <laughs> that is very true. The NFL trade deadline <laughs> generally is a dud. While, you know, baseball, basketball, it's really exciting. Uh, the NFL generally not, not much happens here. Uh, I was talking to somebody who's in a 16-team league. If that's your situation, you're probably holding on to Allen Robinson. Yeah. Uh, but for most of the rest of us, you put him back on the waiver wire. I mean, he's what somewhere in the fifties, I think, as the in, at, among wide receivers, um, and it just doesn't look like it's getting better anytime soon. You so. see it right there on the screen. Fewer than ten fantasy points in seven of eight games. That lone game he has over ten was with Andy Dalton. So in there week one, it, it's it's been brutal with Justin Fields. It's been absolutely bleak there with Fields. Uh, the other wide receiver of note, Deshaun Jackson, was waived by the Rams. The two sides sort of decided it wasn't working, so they are going to part company. Uh, any idea if you – would you pick him up if he lands in the right situation? If he lands on a, a spot where he's going to get consistent weekly volume, I, I would be interested in picking up Deshaun Jackson. I still think he's got something – left in the tank as a burner like he can still stretch the field the issue is the Rams just didn't need him they have so much depth at wide receiver Van Jefferson was outplaying him but I still think in the right situation Deshaun Jackson might have a little bit more left to offer I think so too uh, I mean he's always going to be boom or bust he is sort of the quintessential better in best ball guy <laughs> but uh, if he gets in the right situation and he can get some targets I think he's worth uh, a look off your waiver wire at some point uh, it is week nine and there are more buys. There are four teams on a buy this week. It is the Lions, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, and the Washington football team. So a look at some of the notable players on a buy. Quarterback, it's pretty much just Tom Brady. He's the only notable quarterback there. <laughs> uh, your running backs, DeAndre Swift and Leonard Fournette. Uh, wide receivers, you've got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, I guess you could throw Antonio Brown in there, but, you know, he's he's hurt. Uh, I guess you could throw Antonio Gibson on there as well, though he has not been super special uh, for much of the season. Uh, Terry McC uh, McLaurin, also one of your wide receivers. And then your tight ends, TJ Hawkinson and Rob Gronkowski. So uh, just a note, make sure that those guys are not in your lineup when the week begins. All right. 
big beefy uh, start to the show here, but we are going to hit a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll ask some of the big questions for week nine, including yeah, are we nervous about Patrick Mahomes right now? Stay tuned for that on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, as always, we have three big questions heading into the week. So let's just dive into them. Let's start with the Tennessee Titans. They got the unfortunate news earlier in the week that Derrick Henry is gone for possibly the rest of the regular season, at least an extended period of time. We know that for sure. Um, I know Mike Vrabel says he wants the offense to remain kind of the same. I have my doubts about that. So 
I'm looking at Ryan Tannehill with no Derrick Henry and imagining they're going to have to throw the football more. Does Derrick, does Ryan Tannehill get an upgrade in your rankings or your, your expectations based on what this offense could be? Yeah, he does. Uh, I think that he, they're obviously naturally going to have to throw more, right? Like you're not going to be able to sustain an offense running the ball as much as they did with Adrian Peterson and Jeremy McNichols like you did with Derrick Henry. But I, I think he, the upgrade starts, but not this week. This is just a tough matchup against the Rams defense that now has Von Miller with Ramsey and Aaron Donald there. Uh, it's Adrian Peterson's first game signed fresh off the street. Jeremy McNichols is in a larger role. Julio Jones has been in and out of the lineup all game, uh, all year, so we don't know if he is fully healthy, if he's even going to play this week. So, in my opinion, I think long term, we have to elevate Ryan Tannehill, but I think for this week, it's still another week I would be trying to get away from him. Yeah, I think this week is not really a great week. I don't I wouldn't want to be the first team to test this new Rams defense, you know, with with Von Miller on it. Um, but I do think in the long term, I expect more out of out of Ryan Tannehill. And look, I was one of the people who had elevated expectations for him coming into the season. Uh, it hasn't quite worked out that way, but I do think there's going to be more opportunity. I also think it will help if Julio Jones can get healthy and stay on the field and add one more target. You know, it's it's not as scary when you're talking about throwing to Nick Westbrook Akine uh, as as your other option in the passing game. But I do think there's going to be more coming for him. Uh, at least I certainly hope so. Uh, other quarterback news. It has not been particularly great for Patrick Mahomes of late. The start of the season looked fine. He looked like the guy we, we were making the first quarterback off the board. Last couple weeks, not so much. I'm not going to say it's full on time to panic, but it's at least time to be a little bit concerned about Mahomes. Yeah, I think just a little bit, like not to the point where I'm taking him out of my fantasy lineups. So I continue to start him each week. But initially I was like, man, Things haven't been going right for the Chiefs. There's a lot of bad bounces going their way. A lot of interceptions coming off the hands of receivers. But Mahomes also hasn't looked great. Like, that Monday night game against the Giants was the first time watching Mahomes where I was like, man, he is just off. Like, he is missing his receivers. Even on the catches and, like, completions he was getting, they were they were just not where the ball should be. They were behind the receiver a lot. It felt like every throw was either near the line of scrimmage or, like, 40 yards down the field. Uh, and I know he was saying uh, before that game, like, I need to take a profit. I have to stop trying to get the long touchdown on every single play and, you know, take the 10 yards that the defense is giving me. But, he didn't do that. Like, he continued to just get his eyes stuck downfield. So, not worried in the sense where I'm dropping him or even sitting him, but I am worried in the sense like, hey, am I getting the top three quarterback that I that I paid up to get in my draft? Uh, that, I'm not so sure about the rest of the season. And, and you talk about Mahomes looking downfield and always sort of looking for the big shot or the home run play. I also feel like part of it is, it feels like he only really has confidence in Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And you know, every week it's, it's sort of become a running joke at this point. Like, what other page, or, uh, Chiefs pass catchers are you interested in besides Hill and Kelsey? And, you know, we keep throwing out Nicole Hardman or Demarcus Robinson or Byron Pringle or whatever. But none of those guys end up making an impact. And I don't know if it's that they aren't consistently getting open, if they're not, you know, if, if the Chiefs aren't really integrating them into the game plan, or if it's that Mahomes doesn't trust them. But as teams start to key in more on slowing down Hill and Kelsey, it does limit what Mahomes can do. And I think we have seen that frustration from him. Uh, it definitely hasn't helped that he's turned the ball over so much this year. Interceptions in seven straight games. 
I still believe. I believe in him. I believe in the Chiefs' offense. I believe in Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. Um, but yeah, this is definitely not what people were anticipating when they were spending probably a third or fourth round pick uh, on on Patrick Mahomes this year in their drafts. Uh, last one here. And look, full disclosure, we have we have shuffled this rundown around so many times because of all the news that was hitting just before we sat down to record this. So originally, this question was going to be, what should we do about Michael Thomas? We know what's happening with Michael Thomas. So now we have some clarity on that. Now the question is, what do we do about Odell Beckham Jr.? Because it seems like his time in Cleveland is very, very short. Uh, as we sit here and record this show, he is still a Brown. But there are tweets circulating that the head coach Kevin Stefanski, that the GM Andrew Barry are talking to Odell's agent, Discovery are trying to figure out the next steps. If you don't understand why, it's because Odell Beckham Sr. posted an 11-minute video on Instagram showing all of the times that his son was wide open and that Baker Mayfield failed to connect with him. Things are bad right now in Cleveland, Florio. So with all that being said and all this uncertainty surrounding OBJ, what do we do? I, I've dropped Odell Beckham in the leagues that I had him in. In one league, Marcus, I dropped him for 36-year-old Adrian Peterson, something that I never <laughs> would have thought I would say. But it's become that bad for Odell Beckham Jr. Like, he deserves part of the blame as well. Um, but... I do think a lot of it also goes to Baker and the Browns. Like, Baker has missed Beckham a lot. Like, on deep shots this year, Baker just hasn't lived up to expectations himself. And I also don't get why the Browns don't design more plays to Odell Beckham, especially early on in games where, you know, you come out with, like, a script on your first two drives. Like, why don't you have more design pass plays just to get the ball in his hand and see what he could do? I still think he is a really talented receiver. Uh, for seasonal leagues, I'm dropping him. But in Dynasty, Marcus, I would be interested in getting him on my roster because just like Michael Thomas, I feel like his value is at an all-time low, and if he plays with a better quarterback and a better offense next year, I think uh, there could be some resurgence there for Odell. Here's the thing. If Odell gets released, and right now it's, it's just speculation, but if he's to get released, someone is going to pick him up. Um, you know, it may, it may be a week or two, but somebody's going, you, you don't have a guy that talented and he just stays out there on the street for very long. Uh, and that is going to, to boost his value again, just a new opportunity. So it, it's sort of like the Michael Thomas situation, right? If you can afford to sort of wait uh, and hope that he blossoms back into the, the Odell that we saw with the Giants, then he's worth taking a shot on. If you need immediate help, then he's probably not for you. But uh, this has been a wild ride in Cleveland. Um, this is year three, and it just has not panned out. It has been pretty awful, and it looks like it's going to end very badly uh, for both sides here. So uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. It has been a busy, busy Wednesday <laughs> yes, so yes. far, and we're, we're not even halfway through it. Uh, all right. Let's turn our attention to our game previews. Let's start with what I consider to be the most interesting game on the schedule. It's the Sunday night game. Uh, Titans at the Rams. Where are you going for this one? 
Yeah, I, I already said earlier I would try to get away from Ryan Tannehill this week. You know to start A.J. Brown and all your Rams every week. Uh, so I, I was with limited options here. I think you should avoid the Tennessee Titans running backs if possible. I understand you might be desperate, and if you got one of them off the waiver wire, maybe you need to replace Henry or you have a bunch of running backs on bye or something like that. But if, it's, if you're able to get away from this backfield and you have two other useful options, I would because we don't know how much of a workload Adrian Peterson is going to get. We don't know if they're gonna, if him and McNichols are gonna split ground usage. I, I anticipate AP getting the goal line work, but is it something where we see a lot of McNichols in between the twenties? We're we're not sure. So until we have clarity on this backfield, and it's a tough matchup against the Rams D line that just added Von Miller. So I would be staying away from this Marcus if at all possible. Uh, no, I'm with you. Everything about this says beware. I mean, you're talking about a, a situation where we have no clarity on how the workload's going to be split in a terrible matchup, uh, and especially in a game where the, the Titans could be chasing a little bit too. If that Rams passing game continues to click the way it has, uh, this just seems this just seems like a bad bad situation. Uh, next game on the docket. There you see Rams allowing the fewest rush yards per game since week five. So that, that just seems bad. Seems bad for Tennessee. <laughs> uh, next up, the Broncos at the Cowboys. And I'm going to say, I think you want to beware of the Broncos running back. So here we are, another running back situation that maybe uh, isn't particularly great. This one's a little bit different. We, we sort of know how this works out between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. They're splitting opportunities pretty equally, and they've both been you know pretty good. If you could combine them into one running back, it would be great. Uh, they've been two okay running backs on their own, but the Cowboy run defense has been pretty good all year long. And uh, you know, credit Dan Quinn for sort of turning that unit around. Last year, we were picking on the Cowboys at will. This year, we haven't really been able to do that. And this feels like another situation where neither of these guys uh, is going to be particularly great. And I, I feel like this is a situation, too, Mike, where, uh, you know, if the Cowboys start scoring points like they can, if Dak is healthy and throwing the football, this is another one where the game script might not favor Denver's running backs. And with Denver having Sutton, Judy, Fant, and Tim Patrick now, maybe they don't have the need to dump off as many passes to the running back. This was a situation, Marcus, where I was hoping Melvin Gordon got traded to like Tennessee because that would have been perfect <laughs> for fantasy. But, of course, it didn't happen. No, of course not. It never works out the way we would like it to work out. So, <laughs> uh, so there you go. So we got plenty more game previews coming up. We will take a break, though, and uh, we'll get back to some of those game previews after the break on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is the part of the show where I remind you to uh, follow us on TikTok, at NFL Fantasy. We got plenty of stuff going on, so be sure to check that out. You can also follow me on TikTok, at Marcus Grant. And uh, I think I think this week they actually pulled one of my uh, TikTok videos to show. So you can see some of the lunacy that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what it looks like. It's me dancing with weird uh, neon strobe lights. And uh, mu- there's music, too. Uh, so you can come check that out. That's uh, that's just part of the insanity on, on the talk. So uh, come join us. It's a whole lot. Is of that what there. the kids call it now, the talk? I have no idea. That's what I call it. I'm like trying to make myself sound cool. I have no idea if that's it at all what they call it. No clue. Uh, all right. Uh, back to our game previews. Uh, Patriots at the Panthers. Patriots coming off a really nice win over the Chargers last week. Uh, what are we doing about that matchup? I say start the Carolina uh, Panthers running back. Like Christian McCaffrey was designated to return off the IR today. That opens up his 21-day window that he can return. If he is activated in time for Sunday, obviously he is a must-start. But if not, I think you just continue to start Chuba Hubbard. He has been getting a lot of volume. Last week, he had 25 touches. I know he only turned it into 14 fantasy points, but... He consistently is getting over 15 touches in his last five games. He has 15 or more touches. I know he's been a little bit up and down, but his floor has been nine fantasy points and his ceiling has been over 18. So I think that the usage and what he's been giving you, Marcus, makes him an RB2 that you just you kind of leave in your lineup. 
I will give you the same warning I've been giving for weeks now. I know Christian McCaffrey is off IR. He's back at practice. Um, hold on to Chuba Hubbard, though, just because I feel like we've yeah. been here before. <laughs> and, and we get our optimism up, and then McCaffrey doesn't play or has a setback. So uh, I would just say, you know, don't give up on Chuba Hubbard yet, but both those guys, whoever is the lead, uh, is a pretty good start against uh, New England this week. Browns at Bengals. Uh, all the Odell Beckham uh, madness aside right now, uh, it's an interesting game. And I will say... It makes Joe Burrow a must-start, and he might be heading toward that anyway just on his own merit, but especially this week, uh, he's definitely a must-start. This is a Browns defense that has really had problems, especially in the back portion of the defense. We still like their pass rush. We know Miles Garrett is an absolute monster up front, uh, but if the Bengals can sort of take care of him or slow him down, that should give Burrow plenty of time. Last week, we saw him spread the ball around T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase still had a touchdown, even if it wasn't a long one. Um, and so I think at this point, Joe Burrow probably deserves to be an every week starter. But for whatever reason, if you're not starting him on a reg, uh, this is a week to make sure that he's in your lineup. Uh, all right. Vikings at Ravens. Uh, which one are you going? Which way are you going in this one? I'm going with flex Rashad Bateman here. Wide receiver is pretty brutal this week. I, I know typically we say that about the running back position, but given all the teams on buys, we're losing a lot of receivers here. And there's just been, you know, underperformances and players who haven't really lived up to expectations. The Vikings give up the seventh most fantasy points on the year to receivers plus Bateman showed that he was a, a consistent part of the offense in the two games he played before the bye, getting six targets in each. Uh, and he showed that he doesn't need a ton of volume to put up fantasy numbers. And uh, when he, he had three catches for 80 yards in his second game back, now coming off of the bye with already having two games in this offense, I think that he'll be a little bit more comfortable. Maybe we see him used a little bit more. This could be a game two that I think is a little bit higher scoring on the slate this week. So I, I think Bateman is a solid flex option this week. I, I, I would not be afraid to start him. Definitely like him. Love the way the Ravens have pretty much integrated him from the moment he stepped on the field uh, into their passing game. Uh, Bills at Jaguars, which, you know, on paper does not feel like a fair fight. Uh, and so that's why I'm <laughs> saying the Bills defense is a must start in this situation. Uh, it was appalling to see how bad the Jaguars were coming off a bye. Uh, they had the week to prepare. They go up to Seattle and they get crushed by Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Meanwhile, the Bills defense, and I don't think we've talked about this at all this year, they are the number one defense in fantasy. Uh, they're still out there, though, in a handful of leagues. Uh, you know, Not many, but if they're, if they're out there, go get them and start them this week. If you have them, make sure they are in your lineup. Uh, you see that the Jaguars with fewer than 24 points in every game this season. Uh, the, the Bills have given up just 11 offensive touchdowns this year. Everything is set up for Buffalo to sort of smash in this one. I expect, I expect the Bills to win big, and this, especially in the second half, a chance for them to really come after the quarter back a little bit it's gotta be exciting for you florio yeah i i know uh they have more takeaways than they've allowed touchdowns to quarterbacks this year so uh not great for trevor lawrence not great for trevor lawrence. <laughs> uh all right chargers and eagles this one could be kind of fun i think i believe i hope uh what are you looking at here it pains me to say, but I think you got to sit Devonta Smith this week. I mean, Smith last week against the Lions gave us just two and a half points, and I know game script matters there, but 
He's had less five fantasy points or fewer in two of his last three games. He hasn't really shown us much of a ceiling. I, I thought volume alone was keeping him as like a wide receiver three or flex option, but this is not the week to get him in your lineup. The Chargers have allowed the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, and if you're that Chargers secondary, you know basically you got to take away Smith and Dallas Goddard and and where are the Eagles going to go with the ball. So I expect a lot of defensive attention on Smith. I think Smith himself is still a very good player at the NFL level. I'm not worried about him long term. But him this year in this offense and in this matchup this week, I think you get away from him. Oh, this sounds like we're back on the Jalen Hurts 20 points per game train. Uh, <laughs> if, if they're taking away his top pass catchers, then he's going to run the football, and uh, maybe he gets back to scoring 20 points, which would be nice. Uh, after a week, he scored 11 in a game where the Eagles had 44. Anyway, uh, if you want more starts and sits, be sure to check out the start of Sidham Show every Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern. You know where to find it, the NFL Fantasy app, the NFL app, NFL.com, on YouTube. Uh, are there still money guns? Oh, there's always money guns. Every all Thursday, right. we uh, we shoot fake hash with our faces on them all over the studio. There it is. <laughs> so come for the information. Stay for the money guns. It's a good time for everybody. All right, let's move on to the Colts and the Jets, but let's talk specifically about Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but first, actually, let me just kind of give you an update. We're mentioning that news has been flying fast and furious pretty much all day long, and the latest... Uh, with Odell Beckham Jr., we talked about his uh, kind of butting heads or the, the, the tumult in the Browns organization. And uh, the reports are that Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, told the team in a team meeting that Odell is not part of the team right now and uh, basically went on to say that he will not be a part of this team for the rest of the year. So I don't know if that means he's going to be released they will probably tell us that as soon as we're done recording this show. We're putting it up there for you to consume. Uh, but as of now, Odell Beckham Jr. is not playing football for the Browns. Whether he is going to be free to play for somebody else uh, at the moment, at least, that is an unknown. All right. Uh, I don't know. We, so I think I feel like we've talked that out, <laughs> at least to, to the extent that we Get can. Get him off your rosters. Get him off your roster right now. You know, uh, we'll see. Uh, all right. Let's go to the, the, the best of the pack here. Let's start... With Jonathan Taylor, he of the Indianapolis Colts, and he who is a favorite of our own Michael F. Florio. Uh, it's been pretty good for him, uh, especially recently when the Colts seem to rediscover him. Let's just spin this forward, though, right? In a year where Christian McCaffrey's been hurt, Saquon Barkley has been hurt, Dalvin Cook has been hurt and inconsistent, Derrick Henry is now gone for the rest of the year. Is Jonathan Taylor in the conversation to be the number one overall pick in 2022? I think so. Uh, I especially think so because of, one, how he's been playing as of late. I cannot wait for him to run for like 200 yards against the Jets on Thursday night. But uh, I think the bigger thing, too, is Naheem Hines' role has been shrinking to the point where he's almost droppable in fantasy football because Jonathan Taylor is getting more utilized in the passing game, and it makes sense. When you have a running back who can take a catch and bring it 80 yards like Jonathan Taylor can, you want to get that guy the ball in space as much as you can. So uh, I definitely think he is in consideration for the 101 next year. I, I think also some other, like Austin Eckler, I think Najee Harris will join Dalvin Cook, uh, like CMC and Derrick Henry in that conversation. I think next year is going to be one of those years, Marcus, where there's no consensus, number one. You're going to kind of have to choose who you think is the best option there. And I think Jonathan Taylor, though, very much so, deserves to be in that conversation right now i think 
I'm sort of torn between him and Derrick Henry, just sort of looking at this Henry thing as maybe uh, just kind of an unfortunate circumstance and that he'll be back to being Tractor Cito again next year. But Jonathan Taylor, still young, good offensive line, uh, a chance to really be a workhorse because there's no one that is really threatening him for opportunities. Uh, he is sort of what we saw out of, you know, say Saquon a couple years ago or Dalvin Cook, any of those guys. So uh, I, I, right now, as I sit here in early November, uh, I do think he is he's in that conversation. So I, I will just say if if Eckler and Taylor finish as the top two running backs this year, Marcus, I'm going to be unbearable on Twitter for a couple I'm weeks. Sure you <laughs> Take that as a warning, everybody. Uh, next up. Let's pivot to the Falcons and the Saints, and let's focus in on Alvin Kamara. Now, he's been just fine, but some of that has had to do with the quarterback situation there. Now there's no Jameis. Taysom Hill is eligible to come back and play again. Uh, Should we root for Taysom Hill or should we root for Trevor Simeon to take over as the quarterback? I think you should be rooting for Trevor Simeon if you have Alvin Kamara. Or what you really should be rooting for is that the Saints call Phillip Rivers because he said he would pick up that call, (laughs) and we know he loves to dump it off to the running backs. But if Taysom Hill is the starter, and that's what I expect, Marcus, I don't love it at all for Alvin Kamara. He did have the one game last year with 10 targets from Hill, but besides that, it, it was less than five, I believe, in each game. Plus, Taysom Hill had more carries near the goal line in those four games than Alvin Kamara did. He scored four rushing touchdowns. He had 40 rushing yards in every game. He is going to run the ball, especially in the red zone. And, and when he's running the ball, that means he's not, like, when he's feeling pressure, he's not looking to just get it out of his hand to the running back. So I think they'll still be designed pass plays for Alvin Kamara, but not nearly as many receptions. And I think you start, have to start worrying about the goal line work now that if Hill is the starter and the fact that they have Mark Ingram on board as well. It's that goal line stuff that really scares me about Taysom Hill taking over as quarterback. You mentioned Mark Ingram. He's going to get some looks. We know Hill will take it and run it himself. I, I think the target share will actually stay about the same just because look, we know that there's no Michael Thomas coming back at this point. And, you know, the rest of the pass catchers have been fine, um, but I don't imagine that, you know, they're suddenly going to lean heavily on Marquez Calloway or, you know, Deontay Harris or Traquan Smith. So maybe, maybe that keeps uh, Kamara getting some targets. That was a thing he didn't really get, but I do worry that the, the touchdown number uh, maybe what comes down for Kamara if Taysom Hill ends up being the starter. So, ah, this is not where we want it to be heading <laughs> into week nine. At no. All. Uh, back to our game previews, the Texans at the Dolphins, because the schedule makers said so. Uh, but I will say... <laughs> Tua Tungavailoa feels like a sleeper this week. Uh, Maybe it's a little bit of the chip on his shoulder after having a couple of weeks of hearing about how Deshaun Watson was going to come and take his job away from him. Maybe it's just the fact that it's the Texans' defense and they're not particularly very good. But Tua has been – he's been pretty good the last couple of weeks, been fairly consistent. Uh, And so I think this is an opportunity, especially if you're in a two-quarterback league, but maybe if you need help at the QB position. I don't know, maybe you lost Aaron Rodgers for this week, for instance. Uh, Or you have Tom Brady, who's on a bye. Uh, then I think Tua could be a, a nice play, a nice way to fill in uh, your, your quarterback spot in Week 9. Completely agree. Yeah, uh, Packers at the Chiefs. We already know one big name is not going to be there. Uh, wh- what, what should folks do when they're looking at this matchup? I, I kind of spoke about it earlier in the show, but I think A.J. Dillon is a strong flex option, and I liked A.J. Dillon as a flex option before the Aaron Rodgers news came out. I think now with Jordan Love there, they're the – Packers are going to just, I think, try to run the ball a good amount, uh, keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. Uh, And I also think 
They're going to see a lot of short little dump-offs to the running backs. We saw Aaron Jones get double-digit targets last week. And when they were using him so much as a receiver, Marcus, it led to uh, A.J. Dillon having a lot of work on the ground. They were using both of them on the field at the same times with Jones split out wide at times. Dillon was getting work near the goal line as well as you see on, on that play right there. So I'm pretty excited for Dillon. I have him ranked as my RB25 this week. I, I've just been more and more interested in having A.J. Dillon, at least on a roster and maybe as a flex option, just because he's starting to get more opportunity here. So uh, I think this could keep rolling. Uh, even though the, the Giants didn't do a ton against the Chiefs, I still want to pick on that defense. So uh, that could be a really good spot to get Dillon in. All right, last couple of game previews as we wrap up the show here. Raiders at the Giants. I'll tell you to beware of Kadarius Toney, and it was it's, it was sort of head-scratching that the Giants didn't get him all that involved. There was a lot of confusion as to whether he was hurt or not, but whatever. They didn't get the football in his hands. Even if they do this week, the Raiders have been pretty good against wide receivers, and this is not – I just don't feel comfortable with the Giants' offense right now, uh, especially in the passing game. They've had so many injuries, so many guys out of the lineup. Uh, fewer than eight fantasy points in back-to-back games for Tony and just inconsistent usage. Maybe you have to start him. I don't know what your wide receiver situation looks like, but I, I'm not super excited about Tony in this week's matchup. That's all I got. Um <laughs> Cardinals and the 49ers, which could be a, a pretty good game on paper. The, the Cardinals trying to bounce back after their first loss. Uh, what are we doing here? I think you start Elijah Mitchell, and I know he was available on a lot of waivers, you know, the last couple of weeks. He shouldn't be. You have to get this guy off of the waiver wire and get him right into your starting lineup if you can. I mean... He's had 18 touches, over 100 rushing yards, and a touchdown in each of his last two games. That's over 16 fantasy points in both. He has 18 or more touches in four of the five games he's played this year. He is the unquestioned RB1 there. I know he doesn't catch any passes, and that limits his upside a bit, but I'm not sure it matters when you're rushing for 100 yards every week. And I know the Cardinals on paper are a tough matchup against running backs, but they allow over almost 95 rushing yards per game to the position. They just limit the catches and stuff, which you don't have to worry about with Mitchell. So I'm trusting Kyle Shanahan and his run system here. I think Mitchell has earned RB2 status that you could start each week. Yeah, no, he's been fantastic, uh, especially in a year where they, they have kind of shuffled guys around. We picked the wrong 49ers rookie running back. Uh, you know, everybody who was on Trey Sermon uh, should have been Elijah Mitchell there. All right, it is time for MVP Picks presented by Visa, a network giving small businesses tools to grow. Uh, we will leave you with a couple of sleepers each. Florio, start us off. I think Devontae Parker is a sleeper, and coming into this week, he was available in over 80% of NFL.com leagues. That is way too many. Against the Bills last week, he saw 11 targets, caught 8 of them for 85 yards, and that is against a team that allowed the fewest fantasy points to receivers. He has at least 7 targets in every game, but Marcus, what I like is he has 9 or more in 3 of his last 4 games. He's topped 16 fantasy points in 2. I think the volume makes him a weekly flex option, but the volume, again, makes him his upside even higher than that especially in a good matchup like this week against the Texans 
I'm going to go Taysom Hill. And for some of the reasons we talked about earlier, the things that make us nervous about Alvin Kamara are the reasons we sort of like Taysom Hill uh, as a potential sleeper this week, especially against the Atlanta Falcons. The ability to throw the football, but more importantly, his ability to run uh, and his propensity to run near the goal line and give you that touchdown upside. Look, if he is healthy and ready to go, he's going to be the starter. Look, He's the guy who's been Sean Payton's pet project for the last couple of years. He was the guy who was very much in the running to be the starter during preseason uh, so I think if he's good to go he is starting against the Falcons this week and he's got some sleeper potential uh, I'm not just saying that because I drafted him late in a few places and might uh, <laughs> be forced to put him in a lineup uh, next sleeper for you Jamal Agnew and I, I know there's some people who are like who is this guy he is the new slot receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars he saw a team high 12 targets last week but he's been seeing consistent volume getting at least six targets in three straight games he topped double digit fantasy points in each sitting anywhere between 10 and 16 fantasy points in the last three so Ever since DJ Chuck Jr.'s injury, this guy's been manning the slot and getting good amount of volume going his way. Uh, I don't think he has the highest ceiling, Marcus, but I think if you need a, a, like a flex option, maybe you're going a little bit deeper at receiver this week, I think Agnew is someone that should be interesting to you, and he definitely should be rostered right now. Jamal Agnew is turning into the guy I wanted LaVisca Chenault to be. And it yeah. sort of hurts my heart. Uh, my <laughs> last one is Van Jefferson, because I don't understand why we wouldn't want more parts of the Rams passing game, right? They're the number two ranked passing game in the NFL. We know Cooper Cup's been amazing. Robert Woods is starting to pick things up. But Van Jefferson has been very good, and he's a guy who can get you some decent production on just a few targets because he's a guy they like to use to stretch the field. And now that there's no Deshaun Jackson there, more of these opportunities are going to go Jefferson's way. I think especially this week against that Titan secondary, it's a really nice play but I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around the fact that Jefferson is available in about 97% of NFL.com leagues I don't understand it go pick him up uh, and especially this week I think you put him in your lineup as a flex option all right if you want more sleepers you can check out my weekly column at NFL.com slash sleepers got those names and uh, a few more on there for you also be sure to check us out on Sundays for NFL fantasy game day we get that going at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific 12 noon Eastern time it's myself this week will be me, Florio, and Adam Rank, uh, kind of getting you up to date on inactives, key injuries, uh, and maybe some sleepers, some last-minute waiver wire pickups, all the good stuff. You know where to check it out. All the apps, NFL.com and YouTube as well. All right, for us, that is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, can you buy an entire chess set in a pawn shop? Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Get vaccinated. Please, please, please. We'll see you next week. Enjoy week nine. Please be good, everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.